Hi, my name is Sydney Mitchell. Hi, I'm Matthew Brickman, Florida Supreme Court mediator. Welcome to the Mediate This podcast, where we discuss everything mediation and conflict resolution. Well, hey, everyone. I'm Sydney sitting here with Matthew on today's episode of Mediate This. We have been receiving tons of questions from you, our listeners, for us to talk about. And today we're going to be tackling one of those questions. This question reads, in the case of infidelity, does the court care anymore? So I read that question. It is a very, I'm excited to talk about it. It's a very general question. So I don't, obviously we don't know the individual circumstances. Matthew, give us insight into what what our listener might be asking about. Um, I'm just going to read it again. In the case of infidelity, does the court care anymore? Take that where you will. Yeah. So, so my first, 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 first response is going to be what you and I love to say over and over and over again. Is it about knowing the laws of your state? Yes. 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 Be sure to know the laws of your state. Amen. Yeah, it depends. Like, you know, it depends on what are your laws of your state? Do they weigh infidelity as a factor or not? But let me just talk about this sort of in a broad stroke. Yes. And then my side question, as you're talking about it broadly, talk about what types of decisions may or may not be being made with infidelity in mind. Okay. So that was where I was going. Okay, great. Yeah. So the obvious one, the first and foremost obvious one, I think, is um, alimony. You know, people people are like, oh, they cheated. Therefore, now we're getting a divorce. Okay, is that a factor? Again, know the laws of your state. If if, If you're in an at fault state, well, then the court may care because the court doesn't even have the power to grant a divorce unless someone is at fault. If no one's at fault and you're in an at-fault state, a lot of people just you know, say irreconcilable differences. But if it mm-hmm. actually is infidelity, well, then the court will probably care. And that might come into play when talking spousal support or alimony. Would you just define... Uh, really quick, what it means to be an at-fault state for those who may not have listened to previous episodes. We've talked about that. Yeah. So there are still a couple of states in the United States that are considered at-fault states, which means that the court cannot grant a divorce unless somebody has been named to be the cause of the divorce. So in those states, usually if no one is at fault and the people still want to get divorced, but someone has to be at fault, they will then just cite irreconcilable differences. If you live in a no uh, no fault state, well, then nobody has to be at fault. You don't have to cite anything. You just file and the court will then just give you a divorce. And that's the case for for most states nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and you and I are in Florida. Florida is a no fault state. So nobody has to be at fault. The court can, you know, grant a divorce without. So infidelity usually is used in the term of spousal support. Okay. Now, infidelity um, can also be used in equitable distribution. So say, for example, I'll give you an example. I had mediation a week ago. Yeah, it was a week ago where the wife had an affair um, in the marriage. So when it came to, so, so, but I just said, we're in a no-fault state. So what does the court care? They're going to grant a divorce. Well, yeah, but... They care because she was spending 
or we use the term dissipating, she was spending marital monies on an extramarital affair. So so say, for example, that there were $10,000 in a joint bank account and the wife spent a thousand of those dollars on her extramarital affair for like hotel rooms and stuff. And we actually had this where, I mean, had the credit card bills, had all the hotels. So they were within like three miles of their home. And it's like, well, you're not just spending the night like three miles. Right. Like, what's really going on when they, and when they got the credit card bills are like, wait a second. And then they're like, wait a second, these restaurants, I haven't gotten eaten at that restaurant. Right. So if there's $10,000 in there, and let's just say that the wife has used a thousand dollars. Well, technically if there's $10,000, five of it is the husband's five of it's the wife's, but if the wife has already spent a thousand dissipated that, well, now there's going to be an unequal distribution instead of five and five will be six and four. Mm-hmm. Right. So wait, do they care? So the, yeah, the question is, in the case of infidelity, does the court care? Well, we're a no-fault state, but it will be a factor in equitable distribution. Now, let's move over to another issue, um, which is, is child parenting. support one? Well, we're going to move into parenting, which then impacts child support. Okay, right. go, go, go. So, so child support itself, no. But I have had people try to use an extramarital affair in deciding parenting issues, saying, well, it goes to character. They are a bad, they made bad moral decision, which ruined this marriage. Therefore, I don't want that decision making in, in, in raising our children. So they've said, we should not have equal time sharing, or I want to limit the amount of time sharing that that other parent gets because they had an mm-hmm. affair. Does that tend so, to hold up? No. Okay. No. Um, not that I've ever seen because, 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 because in Florida, what the statute says in 6130 is that the court shall order that parental responsibility be shared unless the court specifically finds that shared parental would be detrimental. So just because somebody made a decision and cheated, well, that would not put the child in harm's way. Yeah, you're pissed off and you're jaded because your spouse cheated on you, but that does not mean that that that, that may make them a really bad spouse, but that doesn't make them a bad parent, right? Um, Then for time sharing, then in Florida, at the time of recording this, The statute says that the child is entitled to frequent and continuing contact with both parents so the parents can enjoy the joys, rights, responsibilities of child rearing. So when a parent says, well, I don't think they should have, thank you for playing, it's not yours to give, the child is entitled to it, so you don't have the power to take it away. And if you don't have the power to take it away, that means you don't have the power to grant it, which means infidelity doesn't matter. But I have had people try to use that as an argument Mm -hmm. in mediation. Um, but, and so those are really like, those are really the only three places that a court could care. It's important to know the laws in your jurisdiction and in your state. Um, but the only place that it could be is if you, if if people try to use it for parenting issues or, or marital dissipation and waste under equitable distribution or spousal support, um, those are the only three places you can really use it that I can think of. So hopefully that answers the question for that listener who asked us 
Uh, do you have any other questions regarding that, Sydney? No, I don't think so. I, those are the only factors that I can think of. Yeah. Um, yeah. For that listener, if, you know, if you have more questions concerning that topic, please send them our way. But no, I feel like that's, that's all I've got. Yeah, that's all I've got too. So yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, Sydney. Whoever submitted this question, if you want more details, get a hold of us, let us know. We'll, we'll be sure to answer. Occasionally, Sydney and I will be releasing Q&A bonus episodes where we will answer your questions and give you a personal shout out. If you have a comment or question regarding anything that we discuss, email us at info at iChatMediation.com. That's info at iChat, I-C-H-A-T, Mediation.com. And stay tuned to hear your shout out and have your question answered here on the show. For more information about my services or to schedule your mediation with me, either in person or using my iChat Mediation virtual platform built by Cisco Communications, visit me online at imediating.com. Call me at 561-262-9121, toll free at 877-822-1479, or email me at mbrickman at iChatMediation.com.